God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. We are also good. good. Awesome. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi, and I'm serving Urban Village Church South Loop. And welcome all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. And and I really appreciate and as a testimony, I really want to sing this song. It is well. It is so. It is well. It is well. With my soul. I'm sure that this message just what you need to hear this morning. So my message is over. <laughs> Sorry, there's more. So here is a question we need to think about this morning. So when was the last time you took a risk, except on last Sunday, trying the Korean snack? <laughs> let's, let's forget about that. I know definitely trying new food that you've never ever tasted before could be sort of ta- taking a risk. But let us think about real risk taking that you were hesitated to do. What was your last time to take a risk? When I asked this question to myself, I was able to recall the night when I sent an email to Adam Kinzinger, who was a U.S. representative for my district last year. I emailed him. At the time, I was in the process of getting a green card. And how many of you are familiar with this process, getting a green card? Some of you, and some of you are very critical issue. I may need two, three hours or days to explain about this process, but I can say that it took long enough to test my patience and was ambiguous enough to make me nervous. Even I fulfilled all the requirements. So at the time, I asked people's prayer for this process. Some of the church members recommended me to reach out to the representative's office because it was significantly delayed. I appreciate their heart and help for my issue, so I decided to contact the office through his homepage. So then I, before I submitting my request, please check my status with this process. I noticed there is a section on his homepage where his statements regarding many issues, including an immigration issue, were written. While reading his statements regarding the immigration issue, I realized that I was not as powerless as I thought before. I was powerful because my legal status has no problem. Then I started studying a recent immigration issue about the DACA and Dreamer. I have read many stories about kids who were raised in this country without any problem, but have lived in fear of insecurity because the government can kick them out anytime. Some kids have to leave this country where their family leave and head to the country where they never visited before. 
After listening to the story of the powerless, I could not submit my own request. So, I submitted a request to support those dreamers. Some of you may think how sending an email to the, your to your representative could be taking a risk, but it was for me, as the one who was waiting for the green card, who didn't have a citizenship of United States. It was a risk taking because I was so nervous. And fearful enough with this decision. In the same manner, we all have different ideas and experience about taking risk. But there is only one reason to take risk in common because it is worth to do. Was there no fear that night? Nope. I was in fear, but there was a deeper drive. Supporting the powerless. Today we are going to talk about fear of taking risk. As I said, we all have different ideas and experience about this issue. Sometimes it turns out well, but sometimes you may be disciplined or harmed in some way. These experiences might affect your decision and response when you face a transition in your life. Through today's message, I hope we can find a deeper drive of taking risk and that make us to move forward and make us be bold. Amen? Amen. Today's passage begins with the report of Peter and John who just released from captive. To understand today's passage, we need to read through the whole chapter 4. But I prepared the summary for all of you. First of all, we need to know why they were imprisoned. The priest and the captain of the temple all, and all the leaders arrested John and Peter because they annoyed their teaching and message about the resurrection of the dead in Jesus. It was a huge threat to their authority and belief. So the powerful the leaders put the apostles in jail to protect their own power and structure. They would, they would want to punish them through the same way that they did to Jesus, but they couldn't. They couldn't do that because the many people who are praising God supported the apostles. Instead of punishment, this warning was given to the apostles. It's from Acts chapter 4, verse 18. Let's read together. One, two, three. There was no restrictions of place of teaching or speaking. And there was no limit of content. But, but they only tell them not to speak or teach. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because they knew that there is power in the name of Jesus. Because this power surpasses the traditional signs of their own privilege and authority and credential who they are. And it was the most disruptive threat to them 
and their own power and structure. So they prohibited to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. With this threat and warning, Peter and John returned to their community and shared what had happened. It could be a fearful threat as they hid behind the locked door after losing Jesus before. Do you remember that story? Right? If they still hid behind the locked door without meeting the risen Christ, without receiving the Holy Spirit, they would breathe a sigh of relief and lie low when they return to their community. However, they chose to take a risk instead of fleeing in fear. And they offered a prayer for boldness, as we can find from verse 29. Let's read together verse 29 together. One, two, three. Then they didn't ask for their peace and protection from this threat, but they asked for boldness to teach and speak in the name of Jesus. Why? Because they knew that there is a power in the name of Jesus Christ. How? How were they able to do do and take risk? In verse 13, Peter and John are described as the uneducated and ordinary people. So it is not from their own excellence. They were able to take risk because it is what they have seen and heard through the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. They were able to take risk Because they knew that there is power in the name of Jesus. They were able to take risk because it is a mission that they have received and commanded to do in the name of Jesus Christ. From Matthew chapter 29, 28. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have, have commanded you. They just followed this mission. This all are their different drive to take risk. Their life-changing experience in Jesus, a mission which is given by Jesus, and a hope for the future, which is shown by the Holy Spirit. That was their different drive. So let me ask you, what is your deeper drive to take risk in the midst of transition? It could be the same reason why you made the decision to join in this community of believers, Urban Village Church. You may have joined UBC because you experienced the love of Jesus that is unconditional and unlimited because of things you have seen and heard at UBC. Is it true? You may have joined UBC because it is a place where you can follow your own mission and call for justice. Is that true? You may have joined UBC because you could see and be excited with hope for the future that we can build together. So let me ask you one more time. What is your different drive? And are you still taking risks 
with your deeper drive as you were before. In the perspective of community, we also need to think of our deeper drive as a church that we had at the beginning. I found these questions from our resource regarding how we started out UBC. We started from these questions. What if we made church a place where people who had been burned or boiled by religious, religion and church could find a home for their faith to take root and flourish? What if our central commitments were to those who identified on the margins of Christianity, queer, questioning, critically thinking, and evangelical? Have you heard that question? That's how we started out UBC. And for the last nine years, we have seen and heard many signs and wonders in the name of Jesus at UBC. Amen? Amen. Definitely, it has been a result of God's work rather than the results of, or, or result of ours. Instead, our work. Our works has been speaking the word and proclaiming the good news with boldness in the midst of mighty acts of God. Then are we still taking risks as a community of believers with boldness as we were before? Are we inclusive enough? Are we diverse enough? You might know that tasting the Korean snack is not enough. <laughs> it's time to take faithful risk. I prepared a clip of the press conference of Serena Williams after losing out at Wimbledon finals. So let's watch that short clip. But there have been a few comments made in the last couple of weeks from people like Billie Jean King that maybe you should stop being a celebrity for a year and stop fighting for equality and just focus on the tennis. How do you respond to that? Um, well, the day I stop fighting for equality and for people like that look like you and me will be the day I'm in my grave. A female reporter asked what she thought about Billie Jean King, who is a legendary tennis player, who is a powerful, saying she, Serena, should stop being a celebrity and activist for a year and concentrate on tennis. And Serena responds, well, the day I stop fighting for equality and for people that look like you and me, will be the day I'm in my grave. As a professional tennis player who holds 39, not three, 39 major titles and four, four Olympic gold medals, we may think her love for the game is a major drive to move forward, but there is a deeper drive. Racial and gender equality. It makes her to take risks, and it has never been stopped. We as a church are taking a faithful risk in the midst of transition. Even though there will be many challenges and risks in the midst of 
this transition, it will allow us to be stronger in our work as a collective power in the city of Chicago. When we ask for boldness, we can make broader movement toward greater LGBTQ inclusion, anti-racist practices, disability advocacy, progressive Christian masculinity, female empowerment, and justice-seeking, Jesus-loving testimony to a word in the name of Jesus. How many of you are willing to accept this faithful risk? Raise your hand. Please, please. Then, Acts chapter 4.31 will be ours. When they had prayed, asked for the boldness, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. Shaken by excitement, shaken by the pleasure, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. This is your story. This is our story. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we confess that there is a time to be tempted giving up and avoiding a risk due to a fear. When we are surrounded by our enemies, when our voices are marginalized, when we are facing the challenges that we failed before, we may hide behind the locked door again. Then, help us to ask for boldness and courage to take risks so that we speak the word and proclaim the good news in the name of Jesus. We, as a community of believers, want to remember our deeper drive, the mission of the church. Fill each one's heart with the excitements and pleasure that are the gifts of the Holy Spirit by taking faithful risks. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.